This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back into Rural Exchange here on your Sunday morning. Here's a good one for you. A rural king country builder has his sheep farming hat on when it comes to persuading his clients to use wool as much as possible in their new builds and renos. So along with his building company, Kurt Houghton and his wife, they've also got a uh, third generation 427 hectare sheep and beef farm in Aria. He joins us now. G'day, Kurt. How are you? Good, thanks. You must have your hands full as a farmer and a builder. What are you thinking? Yeah, mate. No, yeah, it's pretty hard work, right? Um, not enough hours in the day, but no, it's um, only way to get ahead these days is to try and uh, have a, another business to to be able to buy the farm eventually. Yeah, fair call. And why not? Uh, you know, um, get into it. Um, t- tell us about some of the building that you're doing. Why it's so important for you to encourage people to use uh, to use wool products. Um, so we do a variety of work, like we. Um, we do rural buildings as well as um, as new houses and, and renovations. Um, we're obviously pretty rural here in in uh, PPU area, Tikawiti area, Waitomo. Um, so yeah, we sort of do a bit of everything. Um, I try and bring in the wool as much as I can because obviously I'm a farmer and I want to try and uh, promote it. So yeah, we're just trying to bring in as much as we can. Yeah, and why wouldn't you as well? It's, um, you know, uh, we've spoken numerous times on this show about the benefits of wool. I think most people are starting to cotton on to it now, aren't they? It's uh, just such a durable product, biodegradable, fire retardant, you name it, it's got it all. Yeah, it has, mate, yeah. And, and like, we see it on the farm, obviously, dealing with sheep. I mean, they come in, buddy, they can be filthy one day and it rains and you go back out and they're beautiful and clean the next, you know, and it, it is a great product, though. Um, it's easy to work with when it comes to the building side of things. You know, you don't get itchy um, working up on the ceiling with the uh, with the wall bats. Um, so yeah, it is a beautiful product. Do you think more people are cottoning on to the benefits of it? Um, I think down where we are, it's it's always been here. Like the um, the farmers always want to use it. Um, but yeah, definitely in, the, in terms of the town and. Um, they are trying to use it a little bit more in terms of carpets and, and stuff like that, yeah, just coming on to the benefits of not being plastic, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, wool insulation, right? Now, if you use it, is it true that you have to actually build thicker walls? Yeah, well, I have, yeah, it is. Um, but I have heard that they have um, they have worked on it. One Another company has worked on it, and they are getting um, some progress there. So, yeah, I think they are making some gains. So hopefully... We'll see some some um, decent amount of R value and in, into some thinner walls um, pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I'm sure that you know won't be too far away. Um, is cost a barrier here as well in terms of using wool products? Is that a thing that people cite? Yeah, it is. It's, to be honest, it's a major barrier. Eh? Like, um, it's the first thing that people ask is, is it going to cost me more? And, um, mm. and if, unfortunately, at the moment, it is yes. Um, for especially for the um, for the bat side of things, um, but again, like I said, and um, I, I'm really keen to to see the being led from the front in terms of in government. Um, if they could start using it some more, maybe we could start getting a bit more product out there. Then it'll be um, the cost should come down for us.
Yeah, I think so too. So really what you're thinking here, and I think a lot of people are along the same lines, is, um, you know, having a mandate for, you know, for say for like wool carpets and wool insulation, when we talk about new schools and hospitals and office buildings, yeah, government office buildings, things like that. I mean, that that should be, in a country like New Zealand, it's strange that it's not, but that should be kind of a, a mandatory thing really, shouldn't it? Well, they've got other mandates, eh? so I'm sure they can uh, implement that. Um, so, yeah, it, um, it would be good if they could do that because, um, like I said, yeah, it would make it so much easier and, and surely bring the cost down for the likes of us on the scale. Yeah, a lot of those mandates, some would argue, uh, lots would argue, uh, rather punitive. Um, so, you know, having mandates that would be, um, you know, uh, I guess balancing the ledger a little bit <laughs> Would be quite welcome, I would have thought. Now, you, you want to see a bit more research and development as well into uh, wool insulation, again, to make it easier to use and more cost-effective. And, and again, it's that, so it's that science bit, isn't it, really? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I know there, are, there is lots happening, but um, uh, yeah, it'd be great to see it actually come to fruition and, and um, for us to be using it, you know. Um, I think wool's yeah, probably been a little bit forgotten about over the last sort of 15, 20 years, and and, um, and that's shown with our prices on farm. And um, hopefully with a bit, of, a bit more research and a bit more push, um, we can we can get it back to being a valuable product again. Yeah, I think there's, there's been some reasonable work done in the last sort of couple of years in trying to get that. Um, I, I guess it, it's all about, instead of just selling the wool as a as sort of a raw product, you know, about that... Um, end value or the um, you know products that are actually made from it and then you sort of sell those on you know um, like what they do with like, like fine wool merino and stuff like that that's probably a key eh? yeah mate and they've got that that, that side of things um, down pat now haven't they with the fine wool it's just our coarse breed um, which is mainly North Island and I guess the top of the south as well there's a fair bit of it floating around um, but yeah if we can start making a bit more value in that because at the moment it's worth nothing to us as a farmer yeah yeah um, some are saying god it's almost not worth even sharing sharing the sheep cost more to do that than what you get back yeah mate yeah <laughs> for the last couple of years it's been pretty bad um, yeah from when I first started farming sort of 10 years ago um, myself and just watching it decline from then even in uh, yeah, this last couple of years it's, it's, um, it's costing us a fair bit to share our sheep now Yeah well listen hopefully things uh, start to look up in that regard I think the worm has turned it might be slow but hopefully uh, it has turned and you keep fighting the good fight my friend uh, lovely to have you on the programme appreciate it oh, Awesome cheers thank you that is Kurt Houghton from KJ Houghton Builders in rural King Country. And uh, look, he, he not only has the building operation, but he's also uh, got that third generation uh, sheep and beef farm. So he's combining uh, his skills and uh, passion for both of those industries and uh, trying to tell people the virtues of wool when they uh, go to insulate their uh, their new homes and things like that. So uh, good on you, Kurt. Thank you very much indeed for your time. You are with Rural Exchange on your Sunday morning. Plenty to come throughout the uh, rest of the programme. We're going to catch up with ACT's Agriculture Spokesperson Mark Cameron later on in the show. Also, uh, Phil Duncan from Weather Watch as well. Weather Wars. Uh, we'll get him to explain exactly what's been going on in that particular space. Interesting listen. Uh, but up next on the programme, uh, I guess it's slightly um, off topic. Not really. It is, it isn't, whatever. I don't know. It's a good chat anyway. Sue's Keith. 
uh, is from the Terrace region, Sustainable Terrace. Of course, is the big hullabaloo um, about the airport that could potentially go into uh, to that part of the country. Obviously, affects a lot of farmland, livelihoods, etc. Um, so we're going to find out more about that. That's up next here on Rural Exchange.